Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Guys, they tricked me again. I thought one person was leaving, but instead we had another death on Harlots from Hulu. But at this rate, there's going to be no one left. Guys, stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Guys, welcome back to the Harlots After Show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm one of your hosts, Linda Entwee, and I just have so many feel. Actually, I have no feelings. <laughs> I have no feelings left. Welcome, and welcome my amazing co-host back, Kitty Kaboom. Yay! What's up, everybody? So glad to be back. <sighs> you guys, I what what is going on? What is really going on? I feel I drained. Mean, I feel I feel like wait what I just love to hate him and now you're dead okay <laughs> Kitty overall thoughts of the episode I enjoyed it a great deal I was surprised I was as surprised as you to see yet another death um, but I did like the intricacies of all of the backstab like it never stops with Margaret involved so if Margaret Wells is at the helm it's going down and so I always enjoy it as much as I just hate that she's such a nosy rosy. You know what? My overall thoughts was there was so much going on. I had notes and notes and notes and notes and notes. I was like, oh, there is a lot going on in this episode. Mm -hmm. But I'm loving it all. And I'm loving that that theory that I had last week actually came true. And we'll talk about it later. We'll also talk about a little bit of news and gossip. We Mm -hmm. have your Harlot history, as always. Harlot of the week and the quote of the show. So let's just jump right in. Sounds good. So we open it with Hal and Isaac. And they go to visit Jonesy Young Mm -hmm. um, to send condolences. Condolences and basically to blackmail him because they know that Margaret is not only Margaret Young, she's Margaret Wells, Charlotte's mm-hmm. mother. What did you think of that opening scene? I thought it was awesome. I thought he handled it, um, I guess, as gracefully as he could. I just think that he's he's in over his head. You know, I, I just feel like he has no idea with these kind of people. I hate to say that that way. But, it, I mean, these are a group of people that have been raised and dead, lived in a different kind of world than him. So I feel like him coming into it, he's really, like, he's naive. He just doesn't, I don't think he gets it. I think it's this. I think that he's a decent individual. Oh, yeah, I think that guy. he's coming from the Americas, and he has no idea that these people have been living in the streets. They do whatever they need to do to make that money. And some of them are criminals, and, and Hal and Isaac are criminals. They're criminals, and they're not good people. Obviously. And they're going to get theirs however they want to get theirs. And so they basically say, we're going to buy your land, and he says, over my dead body. And he says, no, over your wife's. Right. And that's how they blackmail him into selling the land. And I thought it was so crazy. I was like, you know what? These two brothers, mm-mm. They are by any means necessary. Yeah, I feel like they really are. Yeah, they're pretty disgusting. And it's funny because the way that the show presented them initially, I was kind of rooting for them. I was like, okay, new characters. They're black and white and they're brothers. I love it. Like, what is this about to be? And I, well, I thought there was going to be a good brother, bad brother, but they're both just bad brothers. (laughs) Exactly. They're both just bad. They're horrible people. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. So then we go to Greek Street. We see that people are playing their respects to Charlotte Mm -hmm. by 
uh, placing flowers outside of the house, and then straight into naked <laughs> William and Margaret. So obviously they spent the night together. Yeah, uh, her original husband, even though she has you know another husband in the city, mm-hmm. right down the street. And uh, we see that she is basically wanting revenge. She needs to know who killed Charlotte. Right. And she needs to get her revenge. And William, because he's the reasonable one in all of these women, all of the wells, is that he's like, you don't need to do that. You just need to stay alive. Exactly. He's like... I will behold the justice and I'll figure it out because he thinks that the magistrate seems kind of like he's a decent person. What did you think of that whole thing? I thought it was very accurate description. I think the magistrate seems to be a decent person as well. So I look forward to him actually bringing some justice in an unjustifiable kind of little mini society that they have right there. And this is just a dead horse being beat. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's all he ever does is beg Margaret to take the upper hand or take the high road or just sit still for a hot second. Let me handle it. I'm the man. I've shown you that I'm capable of doing stuff. Let me do stuff. And inevitably, she's like, okay. And then she do what the hell she want to do. The thing is, he knows his women. I mean, all the women are like that. Charlotte was like that. Lucy's like that. So he knows what he's getting into. And I think he also knows how to handle them. And so I thought that that was pretty good. As did I. Let's talk about Emily. So Emily did a lot this this episode. Mm-hmm. So we see her uh, go after that new girl and ask if Isaac spent the night with her. And the new girl just tore her apart. <laughs> um, and she came right back at it. And then we see her um, really kind of sneaking up to the Isaac brothers mm-hmm. and kind of figuring out what they're really, really up to. Right. Um, and then let's also talk about how she went and saw Fanny and Fanny turned her away. Right. Okay, so let's talk about all of that. What did you think, first and foremost, of her looking for the brothers and finding out that the brothers weren't necessarily in her corner? Weren't necessarily. Like, they clearly are plotting against her, and I don't know who to believe at this point. I mean, he swears his allegiances to her, and I don't mean to jump the gun, who, but you know. Who's that? Her. How? How. Her bow. Um, yes, how. So, I don't know if he's being honest or not. I can't figure this guy out, like, because he made some moves later on in the show that might mean his allegiance. He's just messy. He's messy, and I'm glad that she heard it. I'm glad that she got an opportunity to kind of gain some reprieve or, like, get back in people's good graces that she should never have screwed up in the first place or lied on and all the rest of that. I don't know how smart it was for her to um, let herself be seen. Like, I kind of thought since she was in the shadows that she was just going to kind of creep away with the information. I didn't think she was going to be like, that's right, I'm here, I heard it, now what? Like, why are you coming for these cats? They are not good people. They do. Mm. They, they mean you harm. Mm. I think that you should keep all this business to yourself and then figure it out and kind of do what she did, but in a different way without their knowledge. Yeah, I thought it was... I thought I thought her timing was okay. I thought that yeah, I thought she stayed in the in the shadows long enough to get all the information that she she needed, but I also think it was important for her to show them that hey, you know what? I can pop up at any time. Mm. Y'all know I'm right here 
and know that I'm in your face, so I'm here. Now what? I like that part about it. Okay. Um, what I thought was interesting when she went to see Fanny and she really needed some help uh, because she's now starting to think that Hal and Isaac are against her. Mm-hmm. And Fanny's like, you know what? You lied. You stayed with them once they tried to burn down Greek House. And then you lied about Charlotte's death. You're no longer welcome here. And remember how we've always talked about how the harlots always stay together? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's about the women and supporting each other and being like one big family. Right. And I thought that that was a a beautiful moment and a real moment. Like, you turned away against your sisters, basically. Again and again. And you went with these guys, and you know what? One of your sisters died, and you still stayed with them, so you're on your own. Mm -hmm. What did you think of that? Not only did they die, they died at their hands, the people that you are staying with. Mm -hmm. This young lady right here, Brianna Rowland, says, I fear for Emily's life. I fear for Emily's life the whole show. She stays putting her two cents in. She's a lot like Margaret, except she's messier and she's younger, so she doesn't even know what she's doing. So I do fear for her life as well. I I just see bad things happening to her. I would have said that had she not then confronted Nancy and uh, Margaret. So she came to her senses, I think, after Fanny talked to her and realized, you know what, that is my real family, so let me go and apologize and come real. I I personally think Mm -hmm. that they went with her to go see Isaac, so I think they're going to be in her corner again. And the reason they went with her, we'll get into a little bit later, but I think that at the end of the day, the harlots stick together and they're going to they'll rally around Emily. So I think that she's not going to be hurt, but who knows, because they're killing people left, right, and center. <laughs> I like the fact that Fanny turned her away. I think she needed that wake-up call. As you said, they stick together, their family, so it's kind of screwed up that you would go behind your family's back and do all these horrible things and then lie on them. And so I don't think she deserves to have them back in her corner. I don't see anybody... Well, if they do rally around her, I would be surprised. Let's talk about Harry and Jack Lively. Mm. Girl, we knew these two were in love. We knew they were in love. Yeah. And Harriet goes to him and, and says she's troubled. She can't sleep. She can't allow these feelings in her life because it's affecting her job. Right. Uh, and he just kisses her passionately. <laughs> and then they get interrupted because uh, her John, mm-hmm. um, Lord Ledson, is there mm-hmm. and wants her time. What did you think of that scene? I thought it was necessary. I like that Harriet is able to compartmentalize. She knows what's most important. She's been in the game. She's lived both lives, right? Like, she's been a wife, a very astute and established white man in the, this country that clearly has no love for black folks um, and then she's been on the other side where now she's her own board mm. I mean there's a lot to be said for how fast she came up in such a short amount of time and stayed under the radar so I like that about her she's like listen business is business I snuck down here to steal some kisses with you you know I got love for you but let's be clear rent is due okay kids I mean, gotta eat in that moment that's exactly how she was but we yeah. know as the show goes on that uh she gets found out. Mm. So Lady Isabella goes to see Lord Ledson for a separate issue if they need a favor, but also warns him that his wife knows that he has a mistress. Right. And so we see the mistress show up. Mm-hmm. And the mistress What a great was, scene that was. Uh, she was so Dope. really, really difficult. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This right here is poetry, but so Ooh. but so sad. It was, so she, but it was dope. She shows up yeah. and she says, uh, you have my dress. Right. Um, and 
she's like, do you want your dress back? Do you like the color? Right. Cause, and, no, she says it's not my color. Yeah. And then she says, well, my husband is smitten with your color. Mm. Um, and talks about the sugar plantations that he owns in the West Indies, the thousands and thousands of slaves that uh, he has, and how there was a slave that was going to be beaten and killed. And she said, you know, don't do it, don't do it. And Lord Ledson said, they're such beasts. They barely feel pain. Um, and she's like, you're a lovely toy, and you keep him from my bed. So thank you for that. And mm-hmm. walks, exits left. And exits left, baby. I was like, you know what? That right there, all of that was powerful. It was powerful because we're we're talking about a woman of color, like you said, who owns her own business, who is supporting herself and her family, and then you want to bring her down to slave level. Mm. That's not going to happen. No, no. Not in this lifetime, sweetie. So it turns out that she goes with Jack Lively to see Lord Ledson mm-hmm. and says, we're done. Exactly. What did you think of that whole how that all played out? I kind of wanted her to be able to knock that nail in the coffin all the way and like explain why she was done. But then when I thought about it after she walked away, I was like, he doesn't deserve to. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? As long as she took a stand, I respect the f out of her. I thought she did an amazing job because she does that. She she literally is like a wave in the show. This is what I'm being forced with. Okay, I might cry. I might buckle for a second. But in two seconds, I'll be right back up making it happen. And I can compartmentalize. I can put this in a box so I do not feel what's necessary outside of it unless I'm outside of it. And then I'll deal with that then. You know what I mean? Like she sees everything. She takes everything in stride. Right? Yeah. And I like that about her. So she didn't have to break it down like, oh, you got slaves and you are not an honest person. Who cares? You did this to yourself. I'm done with you. Deuces. I loved it. Yeah. I, I like I'm not sure. I think that she should have gotten rid of him, but I feel like she should have milked him dry and then gotten <laughs> rid of him. That's that's what I think. So that way not only does he not have anything, but you leave him wanting more. Just I love saying. that. I do like that Just theory saying. better. I do um, like that theory better. Let's talk about uh, Jack and William. So then Jack goes to see William mm-hmm. um, and basically says, like, how do you how do you put up with with loving one of these type of women? He wants to talk about a new fight because uh, John uh, Kelly wants to fight him again and win his title back. Right. And William's like, I don't have time for this right now. Mm-hmm. What, what did you think? Um, I thought it was an important um, exchange because of the obvious. I love that these are two black men that have kind of found each other and have a resilience um, against, it's almost like a we against them kind of thing, us versus them, so to speak. So I like that element that they have kind of um, bonded. And I thought that it was dope that he went to him for advice because clearly this is the life that this man is already living and have been living for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I thought that was amazing. And He's both. I like both the questions. Listen, how do I handle this woman? I'm in love with her. This is what she does for a living. I can't take it. And what about that coin? I'm gonna need to get another fight. This guy wants the like his mom. I feel like his head is on straight. Yeah, but again, he doesn't really know the life. So yeah, you know, he's learned. But the fact that he's open to it, you know what I mean. And he's learning about it. It's not like he's in opposition or even in denial about anything. He's pretty open. Uh- We'll see. I think that <laughs> I think that he's gonna be in for a rude awakening. In it. And why I say that is because the way Harriet handled the situation, she now has less money. Mm. So this guy is gone. So I think that Jack's gonna think that 
she did this all for love, but you know what? She's going to have to replace that guy with another guy who's a top earner. So we'll, Soon. we'll see. But we'll, William did give him some good advice. William said, you have to learn patience. Exactly. That's it. You have to learn patience. Yeah, I thought that was dope. We have Brianna. Brianna in the live chat. And she has so many theories. <laughs> she says, Margaret, Margaret better stay with Pa. That man is special. Jonas is a decent dude. Kitty said it best. Margaret has two decent men fighting for her. True enough. So, yes. Speaking of true enough, let's talk a little bit about our network and all of our good stuff. Okay, because that's what we got. Nothing but good stuff here. And obviously, you know that because you're tuned in. We appreciate you so much. We honestly do. We have to take time to thank you. We have become the ESPN of TV Talk as a result of your subscriptions and your watching. So, thank you for your viewership. Please like us on all the social media outlets, if you can, on YouTube. And if you're listening to iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. We feel like we're here for you. So, yeah, engage with us. Give us feedback. Hold us down. And most importantly, keep watching. Thank you so yes. much. Let's talk about Lydia. Oh, Lydia. Oh, Lydia. We love you. Actually, we love to hate you. <laughs> so, Lydia shows up at Golden Square, and she literally just walks into the place. Lucy's there. She tells Lucy that she may not understand how much she loves this house mm. but her soul Toe is in these walls <laughs> um, and she I then goes and says too. you took advantage of my son and now I want my house back and mm. here's how I'm going to get it I know that your mom Margaret is still alive so if you don't want me to go to the magistrate and make sure that she doesn't get killed for real this time. Mm -hmm. You and Elizabeth are going to go ahead and sign over my property back to me. Everybody has an angle in this town. Like, there's never a shortage of blackmailing information. That's all they do is run to each other and be like, check this out. This is what I need. You, oh, you ain't trying to do it? Oh, I got something on you, too. Everybody is just like, rrr, 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 I'll get you before you get me. I love it. True, but the problem is, is Margaret. Margaret got John blackmailed, and now she's getting Lucy blackmailed yes. because she made herself seen. Because all, all the people in the streets know that you're not dead, and you know that the secret is not going to last forever if everyone knows and everyone's able to take advantage of it. It's, it's not going to be a good look, and it's going to turn out bad. I just don't like that her motivation is always to, like, run everything. Like, at some point, you have to sit down or delegate or work with people. That's not her personality. That's never going to happen. Well, it's never annoying. Happen. It's so annoying. Like, I get it. Your daughter is dead. You have every right to be angry, um, sad, you know, go through the gamut of, of emotions. But tomorrow, your butt better be on that boat. Like, enough already. Sit down somewhere. Let somebody else take care of that. Okay, so... Uh I'll save my comment for okay. later. But then when Lydia turned and said, tell Maggie I want to see her, and then just sashayed out, yeah. I was like, you know what, Lydia? Mic drop for you. <laughs> Mic drop for you, because you know what? You're like a cockroach. Can never get rid of you. Ridiculous. And she always shows up with all the good threats. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I'm just like She's this. so messy. I love her. So... Jonesy mm. ends up selling back the land because the Jonas. Brothers, Jonas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he had a really powerful statement, and it's probably going to be part of my quote of the day, so I guess I'll save it for that. Um, but <laughs> Hal says, so he says a bunch of stuff to Hal and Isaac, and then Hal, Isaac is rattled by what he said. Right. What did you think of that? And 
how that ended up panning out. I thought that it was very profound, his quote. I thought it was awesome. It definitely stood out to me. Um, and I think he speaks truth in the fact that they now know that he knows or that he has some inkling or some idea. Mm-hmm. I think they're shaking in their boots behind it, yeah. um, as they should be. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the whole, they thought they had something on him, but he has something on them. And he kind of has the upper hand at this point. Um, and it's going to play out in such a way that I think that they're going to be looking pretty stupid. Well, obviously, Isaac's gone. gone. So <laughs> he's looking pretty stupid just because he ain't around no more. Right. So Lucy tells Fredo and Elizabeth that um, Lydia's blackmailing them, basically, mm-hmm. and wants the house back. And Elizabeth is, like, not having it. She's like, you know what? Mrs. May was in perfect health mm-hmm. when I last spoke to her. She was very spry. <laughs> um, I think something's going on there. So she goes to the magistrate and basically tells on Lydia. Like, oh, listen, Lydia killed Mrs. May. I don't know how, but she did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he goes and investigates it and it turns out that they're, you know, she's, she wasn't lying. Yeah. She, she did. She, she choked on a fishbone. She did that. It is what it is. Yeah. She just didn't help her. The circumstances under which she choked under that. She didn't get into that, obviously. Right. You know, lies by omission, but right. what else? Um, but she was able to bounce back as always. As always. She was like, Matt, go now. Like, yes, you've taken enough of my time. Right, because I am meeting the prince. Right. <laughs> Royalty. And the Marquez. Daughter. Please. Yeah. I can't be bothered I was like, with you know this. What? Lydia, you know what? <laughs> that thing slips through anything. Man. They make her a noose. And she just, um, And then we see William confront the magistrate about the two deaths. So Charlotte and Margaret's death um, and explain how the law is unjust and he asks if it's possibly pardoned after death and with this a lot of events unfold Mm -hmm. so we find out that yes between the parliament and the king um, you can basically get pardoned after death Mm -hmm. and then he goes to Lady Isabella and says hey I need your help Um, I need you to use your influence so that we can get Margaret a pardon and she does that. So she goes um, and she sees, and I always, I'm losing his name right now. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Harriet's Mr. Her John. Oh, I don't recall his name either. I know his name because I just said it. Anyway, so she goes and sees him and Lord Ledson. She goes and sees Lord Ledson and says, listen, uh, you do me a favor, I'll do you a favor and I need you to speak on behalf of Margaret, and I will then speak to your wife about your mistress. So a uh, quid pro quo happens there. Mm-hmm. And then William not only gets that ball rolling, but he also tells Lucy that she needs to go and talk to her, Frito's guy, and get him to say, hey, listen, he's like part of Parliament. You mm-hmm. ought to speak up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lucy does that, and guess what? The pardon goes to vote. Yeah. And I'll leave it for predictions, but what did you think of that whole thing? Um, I'm confused about the pardon, to be honest with you guys. Like, I get it that she would be pardoned after death because they believe she's dead. Mm-hmm. But if this goes through and she turns up alive... No, but that's not what, what it is. Oh, that's what I said. I'm okay, so, so <clears throat> they explained to her that Margaret took the blame mm-hmm. for killing um the lord that lord that lucy was with right but 
Lucy's the one that killed him. Exactly. Right? So she was actually charged with his murder. Okay. Okay? But so now she's going to get a pardon because she's actually innocent. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the pardon would be for. I see. So it's not a pardon just on good graces. She's dead. And it's more about, like, we found the truth. And so we're giving her this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look up a real pardon. Got it. You're innocent. So even though you got found guilty, we're now pardoning you because we realize that you're innocent. But by doing that, won't that open the can of worms of, well, then who did do it? I mean, no, because they talked about it in this episode uh-huh. where Lucy said that he killed himself. Got it. I thought she was, ta- you know what I thought she was talking about? Her new bow. Yeah, I thought she was talking about, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting the two confused. I'm getting Lucy's bow and Charlotte's bow confused. I'm sorry, because he killed himself. So I, that's why I was thinking it was him. Do you remember? He killed himself. They made him. Uh, I was, I got I, confused I, about the two men. That's all. Okay. Because I was like, I don't want to confuse it. Sorry, bow. Are we saying that Isaac is his bow? No, no, no. The guy. I I know what you're saying. Okay, so my bad. Sorry about that. I got it now, and I totally understand. (laughs) Great. So I think the pardon's going to go through, and I think that that's how Margaret is not going to go back to the Americas. She's going to be able to stay and live in the daylight. That's what I think. You think that's going to happen like immediately? Yeah, because it's already it's already moving forward pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes, is what I was about to say. <laughs> um, and then let's talk about Cherry <clears throat> and okay. First of all, let's talk about the Marcus of Blaine because this guy is outrageous. He's outrageous. I think that uh, what he's doing and how when the opening shot of him just kicking the baby's uh, swing thing, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? He's so disgusting. Like he should not <laughs> even be a father, but I guess he is. Um, so. We see Lydia go to see him. Um, he tells her that Kate was like the worst whore he's ever met, and he wants his 50 pounds back. And Lydia basically is there to grovel for a second chance. And again, it's the quid, bo- cro- quid pro quo. What are you going to do for me? If you take this girl off of my back because she's a dead weight, then maybe I'll give your girl a second chance. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Um, I thought it was in true Lydia fashion. Both of them played their roles to the hilt. Neither of them surprised me in terms of their word, their verbiage, their action. Like, this is how they do business. Didn't Remember when he said, yes, I'll do this for you if you do this for me? I love being back in your orbit, mm-hmm. I believe were her words. Yes, it was Lord Fallon. Thank you. That's who I was thinking, uh, Brianna. Lord Fallon mm-hmm. for the whole Lucy drama. I love when uh, Cornelia says, at this point, pretty much everyone knows Margaret's alive. I loved when Cherry said, Christ me, Miss Williams, you're dead. And Margaret said, I gave the Grim Reaper one for free and he let me off. There you go. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so then, so yeah, I thought they was in there both. I mean, nothing surprised me about it. Nothing was, it's just pure evil meets evil. And she's just so giddy to be back in like this evil circle where she knows there's lots of money and power to be had. She, and she said that to him. Exactly. She she's like, so, I'm happy to be back in your acquaintance. Your orbit. Uh, I that was crazy. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, let's talk about, uh, William and, him finally okay so William saves Lady Elizabeth and we'll talk about how he saves her but let's talk about who this guy is so this creepy big dude Mm -hmm. comes to the house comes to the Golden Square and sees Fredo and is like 
I know who you are. He's like, mm. you don't know me. You must have me mistaken with somebody else. Right. And he's like, no. And turns out that this is Papa Wade. Because we know that Elizabeth's, Elizabeth Harvey's old name was Liza Wade. Mm-hmm. And he was considered Little Fred. Okay. So Papa Wade comes to town. He was the quote-unquote loving father who spent 12 years in jail, complete uh, blast from the past, and he spent 12 years in jail for Liza's debts. Right. And so now he's bitter, he's angry, and he wants revenge. Mm. Uh, What did you think of that? Go figure. I mean, I thought that his appearance made for a nice little, little... slice of backstory for her because I've kind of been wondering what her story is. She and her son just kind of show up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, where y'all come from? What, what what kind of mess were you in that you had to run to this neck of the woods? So it, it gave me a little insight there and I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seems to be a, be a bit of a, a a-hole. So much like most of the men in the show, on the show. But I think that there was more than that. I think that he... Cause, and they said that he used to beat Fredo and... That Obviously, makes him an a-hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but more you can be an a-hole without being abusive. Right. right? Well, I'm so, saying those kinds of things is what made me say that. And the fact that he came and was bitter about it. You did the time for this. I get it. it you're harboring anger. But ven- I don't know. Vengeful to a lady that it's it's done. Like, you served your time. Move on. What do you com- What you going to get from her? No, I think it's more than that. So I think that it was, you know how some women are in abusive relationships and they can't get away? I think it was that situation. Because when she was talking to William... And she was basically, he was basically like, how are you going to protect Lucy? Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, I really want this house to work. I'm tired of going from place to place to place to place and being scared about it. I think that she's been on the road and on the move with Fredo because she's been in this abusive relationship with this man. And so she doesn't know how to lay down roots. And so she's now finally getting to lay down roots at Golden Square. And lo and behold, the source of abuse pops up. And she was genuinely fearful. He had her around the neck. And then she, when she said to Fredo, I guarantee you, I promise you, he will never, ever hurt you again. You know, there was a lot of, of fear and pain behind that. So I think that um, it was not just about that. Like, he had to go and he had to go quickly and William was able to help her in that situation. Mm -hmm. Those are my thoughts about that. Okay, well that was dope. I I like the fact that they were able to, I mean, I like the fact that she makes her son feel like you're going to be safe. We're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. So that's important, obviously, as a mom. And so, yeah, it kind of sucked that he showed up. I, I'm just looking forward to seeing what else, what other part in this whole scenario he plays. Because he's not going away. Yeah. I mean, they didn't present him for no reason. Yeah. So, and, and definitely the backstory. And what else I think is interesting with Elizabeth's story is that she also made the plan to get married to her suitor. But we're finding out that the suitor probably is broke. <laughs> and right. she doesn't know that. And she's marrying him for his money. And when he's given his his watch away and promising to pay by Friday, right. you know, that is not a good sign. And I was really surprised that after that interaction that she witnessed that she still agreed to marry him. Because she didn't hear him. She oh. just stood, she was just there. And so that's why when he's like, oh, you know, that's my watch dealer. He was able to cover his traps. Hilarious. Yeah. I didn't peep that. Thank you for that yeah. clarification. Um, let's move on to William. Her, Margaret's two men having a drink together. Well, wasn't that interesting? Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was um, it's ironic, right? Because the whole time, 
or at least initially, it was all hush-hush. Nobody was supposed to know that Margaret was even there, obviously, and then definitely not know that she was married or at least involved with this man. This is the man that she considers her husband, whether they are technically married or not. Um, that was all hush-hush. So for it to finally come full circle and everybody kind of, it's all on the table now, I thought that was kind of dope. But I love the line, look at this, all right, fighting over a girl. Yeah, I thought was, that was so poignantly said. That's it. Right? That That was it. That yeah, was it. I was it like, was you perfect. know what? You're fighting over a girl. The past and the present, you know, united here, having a drink, and it's all over Margaret Wells. But isn't that kind of dope that at least they've been able to see clear enough of what's going on to join forces to some degree? Like, they're not buds. I get that. But they are having a drink together. They are having a civil conversation about what needs to be done in order to move forward. Yeah, and they're both trying to protect her in their own way, right? And yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's, it is really interesting. Let's talk about, um, so Margaret, Lucy, and Nancy, and, and the role that Nancy played, because Nancy was trying to run away. Mm. You know, we see her show up at her old place right. and, you know, go to work and really decide that she is retiring again. And not only she's retiring, she's leaving this place 100% because her heart is broken. Mm. And she really let Charlotte in. She really let Margaret in. And I think that she actually was in love with Margaret. I do too. And, and so for Margaret to leave her really pained her. And now that Charlotte is gone, it's pained her. And she doesn't know how to deal with it. So she was about to leave. I thought the scene where Margaret pointed the gun at her was a little, like, extra. Like, why would you do that? That's your girl. I think she's just desperate, and that's like she falls back on old habits or what she knows. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're not going to listen to my impassioned plea? Then I'll threaten you. You know what I mean? Like, she just kind of got desperate, and I thought that was very over-the-top and unnecessary. Yeah, me too. Exactly. This is your girl. Like, how are you going, what? But that's the life they lead. You know what I mean? That's how they get down. Like, kill or be killed, and in this world where I'm showing you my um, vulnerability, and Mm -hmm. I'm telling you how much I love you, and I want you to stay, and you're basically like, you had your chance. I'm out of here. I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah, I felt. But well, you won't leave me if I can't have you. No one will. Yeah, I felt. <laughs> I really felt bad for him, and I just the honesty of that that whole mm. moment. So she able's to reel her back in, and her Lucy and um, yeah, her Nancy and Lucy have this conversation where Lucy comes clean, like we talked about. And apologizes and then says, this is what I know. Isaac killed Charlotte Mm. and he's going to pay me half of his money to get out of here, to go to France. And I'm going to take it and go. And they're like, you stupid girl, you said that you you said you were smart. Right. And you agreed to meet this guy alone on the docks by yourself. Makes no sense. Right. And then she thought about it. She's like, you know, you're right. That doesn't make any sense. So because Margaret is trying to get to the bottom of who killed Charlotte. They all go with her. And lo and behold, he said he was going to keep his word. But on the other hand, he had a gun. He pulls the gun out. He aims at all three of them. And because, you know, he aimed at Nancy. Nancy had a gun, too, that she took from Charlotte. Shot him. Killed him. Another death. Another one. Isaac, who is, you know, the antagonist of the show, were like, what? But guess what? Just like Game of Thrones, you get killed. Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, just like Game of Thrones is a perfect uh, um, association. Yeah, because he didn't last as long. Well, he did last to the last season. Anyway, he's a great actor. I love him in this role. I'm sorry he's gone because he just made it a little bit more interesting. But um, I, Emily surprised me by being that kind of naive, right? I think it was the 
the adrenaline of it all. Like, I want the money. I need to be gone. I need to tell them the right thing. Like, she had an agenda. It was about the money. It's <laughs> exactly when Hal said, Emily loves money. Yeah. If you think about it, that's, that's everything that drives her. Mm-hmm. That's it. And so the money inspired her to be stupid and not think it through. True enough. But yeah. at least it let her stop, make a pit stop to tell the ladies what she did. Right. And, and the good news is that they she was able to get them in her employ and have them accompany her. Because who knows how it would have went down otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's messed up that he's gone, but he wasn't there very long. So I'm not that attached. But it's not really that messed up because we still don't have Charlotte's killer because Hal is her killer. Hal is her killer. And that'll never come to fruition. I don't believe that. I think it will. And yeah. so I think that as we see him divvying up his part of his sales with Emily specifically and only with her, I think that that's going to make them more entrenched. But when I'll save it for predictions, I'll <laughs> save that part for predictions, guys. Um, overall, so much happened in this episode. Loved it. Let's move on to some news and gossip, though. Sure. So in our news and gossip today, hey guys, I brought this article that I thought was pretty cool. I mean, it's something that we already know. We're already aware that obviously two deaths down and um, yeah, in season three and it's not looking good. Like we just don't know who's going to come next because everything is so unexpected. But I did like it. We talked about this. I mean, you just said it. Um that he what used to be on the, I, I just read the article. It's an interview with him. His name is Al, his real name is Alfie. What is his name? Alfie Allen. And as Isaac, he really, really wanted this role. And I thought this was pretty dope, something that I should have known but did not, that this show is driven by women. Like, the female producers, their female directors, and obviously female leads are carrying the show. So I think that's pretty cool that that's part of what brought him into it, the fold. That he was asked, but he knew about the show prior to because of that reason, and that's what he found so attractive about it. So he felt bad that it was a short-lived situation. But he just was very, very grateful that they even asked him to come on board. And he thinks it's a a, a show that people should know more about because it's kind of slept on. Unfortunately, not a lot of people are fans of Harlots because they don't know about Harlots. So obviously he was spearheading the mission by saying, watch, because it's a good show. So we have to agree. And we're sorry to see him go as an actor. <laughs> the character, he's out of there. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much for yes, that ma'am. gossip. Let's move on to the quote of the show. Yay! Now, here's the thing, you guys. I always think it should just be one, but I can never settle with one. So I'm going to give you the ones that I thought stood out in this episode. Lydia said, you shall have your prince, my love, and I shall have my kingdom. And she says that to Kate as Kate is sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah, I remember. Um, And then my other one uh, is Jonas. Am I saying it? Jonesy? No, it's Jonas. Jonas, that's what I I just said then. Yeah, you do. Jonas, young, he sells the lands to the brothers, and he said, shame clings to murderers, and it clings to their backs. It will suck your blood to your gut till your guilt cries out. Let me say that again. Shame clings to murderers. It clings to their backs. It will suck your blood till your guilt cries out. I thought that was beautiful and appropriate. And then my last one was, uh, you could have a future as well as a past. I think that we are definitely on some telepathic connection. Every week we pick the same quote. And I get it. You know what I mean? They are powerful words. So it makes sense that it would resonate with the two of us. But damn it! That was my quote as well. Which one? Definitely with Jonas, um, with Mr. Jonas Young. He says, as you said, shame clings to its murderers. 
two murderers. It claws at their backs. It'll suck your blood until the guilt cries out. And I just thought that was so poignant. And of course, you know, Isaac tried to feign innocent. What? What are you talking about? What? How dare you? And blah, 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 blah. But he just, it was so eloquent too, the way he said it. It was like, listen up, because I got some news for you. Yeah. You think you're getting over on me, sweetie? It's coming. We'll come back and bite you right in your arm. Facts. Uh, let's move on to our harlot of the show. Yay! Beautiful music, darling. Go Love ahead. It. Do you want to start with your harlot of the show? My harlot of the show is Harriet. I'm sorry, Harriet Lennox. Lover. I think that the fact that she was able to, as I said, carry a lot of weight on her shoulders from day one and not let anybody kind of knock, knock her off a block. Right, and then she's able to become a board, and she has her own house, and she has now a lover. I just love her. I think that she's doing an amazing job of being able to like navigate this world and not being like completely of it. Mm. Like I get the impression that if the right thing came along tomorrow, she'd be able to set sail and still make a way for herself and her kids. And mm. I love it. I think she's pretty amazing, and she's empowering. I think it's a great choice. <laughs> uh, my choice for Harlot of the Show is Emily. Mm. And I'll tell you why. I think Emily redeemed herself in this episode. I think that when she came clean and when she told the truth and all of that, she came back into the the sisterhood. The yeah. And it's important to have that sisterhood because as we move forward, I do think that... She's going to have some problems and she's going to need her sisters to support and have her back. Um, what I think was important with this as well is that she was able to kind of suss out Isaac and Hal and what they're truly about and kind of second guess some of the choices that she's made. So right. that's why she was my harlot of the show. That is awesome. And then last it. but not least, let's do some harlot history. Yeah, let's learn more about these wenches. So, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about the origin of the word harlot. Hmm. Do tell. So, harlot comes from late uh, 12th century, and it derives from vagabond, man of no fixed occupation, idle, rogue, from an old French herlot or arlot. Um, again, tramp, vagrant, rascal, scoundrel. And it's an old Spanish term, an old mm. Italian term, um, but the origins, like the original, original origins mm -hmm. are unknown. Wow. And it's usually a male in Middle English and Old French, used in positive as well as pejorative. I always get that wrong, <laughs> senses, and it's applied in Middle English to jesters, buffoons, jugglers, later to actors. And then in the secondary sense, and the sense that we know it for, it's of prostitute, unchaste women, probably developed in the 14th century, mm -hmm. um, and certainly by the early 15th century. And it was reinforced to use as whore mm. or strumpet. And so there's an English translation in the Bible, but it has many, many meanings. Good and, and bad. bad. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. That's mm -hmm. super interesting because it seems like it took a hell of a leap. Like to go from just saying like, you're a, 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 a vagabond. Is it vagabond yeah. or bagger? Vagabond. Thank you. Person that's homeless, uh, quote unquote bum, never call him mm -hmm. that. Or but scoundrel. Scoundrel, bad person, a person that makes bad choices or does like shady stuff, stuff kind of thing to 
I need to get paid for my sexual favors. Right. That's a hell of a leap. Right. So yeah, that's super interesting. Yes. Yes. Let's move on to some predictions. Yes. What are your predictions, Kitty? My predictions are that once Isaac's brother Hal finds out he's murdered, I think he's going to turn on Emily and think that she had something to do with it and be done with it all. All of that signing a, a what was that a lease or a contract or whatever binding them together for this land. Um, I think he's going to find a way to get her off of that and leave her high and dry. She's going to be looking crazy. Uh, okay. I think <laughs> that uh, Margaret is going to get her pardon. And again, that's why she's going to be able to stay in London. And I think that she's going to have to have a choice between her old husband and her new husband. Mm-hmm. And she's going to choose her old husband. I think that what's going to happen is Hal, like you said, um, is going to be found out by. Emily, and Emily is going to go and then tell Margaret, Mm. and Margaret is going to seek revenge on Hal, and I think she's somehow going to get into some crazy scuffle, (laughs) and her new husband is going to come to her rescue, and he's going to get killed. That is so involved. You have literally thought that all the way through. I did, because I was like, how is she going to stay and stay with William? Right. And then is her her just going to go off into the sunset? No, right. he's going to get killed, and he's going to get killed by defending her honor because they're both trying to protect her. That is really involved. So I, I love think it. that that's going to happen. Um, I I've listen, Lydia the cockroach <laughs> is going to somehow get Golden Square back, and Ooh-wee. it's going to be because um, Elizabeth has put all her eggs in her suitor's basket, and the suitor is broke. He's fugazi. And we can't forget that it's a Molly house, so I think that that's going to be exposed as well. As as soon as Lydia has that information, it's a wrap. Exactly. So I have so many other more predictions, but I could go on and on and on and on, like every week I can in Harlots. But we're out of time. So guys, if you continue want to continue this conversation, hit me up all across social media at Linda is so girly and Kitty. Where can they find you? Find me on social media at K I T T I E K A B O O M. Kitty Kaboom. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for watching. We're gonna see you same time, same place about this great show next week. Mm-hmm. I wonder who they're gonna kill next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 